Editor's note, I should let it be known before we get into this week's episode, there's some light Halloween ends talk, um, which might be construed as spoilers. I don't know. You know, tread lightly. For some reason, there's assholes shooting off fireworks here. Anywho, enjoy the show. This is the last week of the Decades of Dread. Milla time. That's strange for you to say. It's from Ghostbusters. Uh, I just saw that on Saturday with my mom. And you didn't pick up on that quote that I just did? Nope. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> uh, what, what's going on with you? What's what's happening? Um, I feel like a lot of things has been going on. We haven't since... talked too much. No. Um, I we hate... went to see Scream and it looked terrible. Yeah, we went and saw Scream in one of our fa- favorite theaters. Both yeah. of us thought it was going to be in 35mm. It definitely was not. It was a DVD. It was a DVD. Yeah. And I think it had a scratch in it. No, it was the it was the dual layer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I've been doing a lot of dog sitting. Um, I dog sat for one of our friends in their creepy old 1800 farmhouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you told me that, yeah, yeah. that you met the ghosts and... There is an actual ghost in there. I just ignored it. It's a, <laughs> it's a nice one. I just I just pretended like I didn't see it. They got a um. They just built in a super cool hidden bookcase doorway. Yeah, to the their house. basement. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be um, our friend's little man cave down there. Oh, okay. Yeah, they actually had to take the stripper pole out. Oh, to, to, they just decided they didn't. They don't need that. <laughs> I asked him to, I was like, oh, that sounds like a waste, but yeah. they said that, you know, but, um. Is he rebuilding the bar down there then? Um, I don't know. Mm. I, I don't think so. He's like an adult now. No, that's like Finally. his office down there. <laughs> oh, okay. I do think there will be a bar built somewhere. There has to be. Yeah. There has to be. Yeah. I mean, but I didn't, um, so last week I went and saw Nosferatu at the Can Can. The original... The original 100-year... It was the 100th anniversary of it. Yeah. Um, They tried to get an organ player to come in, but they couldn't, but they had the original music playing through it. Okay. Classic can-can. Yeah. Just just a bunch of, like, hopes and dreams that always fall short. They're getting there. (laughs) They're getting there. I I was there, like, three times last week. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan. I know. I like it more than the living room. I didn't go to the living room. That's just some, like... Some bougie bullshit. It's yeah. just a movie theater, guys. But um, Nosferatu was really... That was really interesting seeing it for the first time on the big screen. And then afterwards, I ran into um, a few Derby friends who are good friends with um, the coffee shop owners. Yeah. And they stayed in the spooky house, too. And they oh. said that they saw ghosts, too. Hmm. So. What'd they say about the ghosts? What that it's nice. It's a nice ghost. <laughs> it's a nice ghost. It doesn't want to do anything, but it's there. Oh, okay. I mean... <clears throat> And I had arguments with a bird. That was great. Yeah. I've, I've had a feud with this bird for like 15 years. Oh. It doesn't like me. Eventually it's got to die, right? No, it's going to outlive us all. Oh. But yeah, I've been working my way through the 31 Days of Horror. I've actually been doing pretty good this year. Yeah, I haven't seen any updates on any any uh, letterboxes. Oh, maybe because some of them I've already seen before. There's options to do that on Letterbox. Oh, I need, you got to show me. <laughs> That's fair. You but, uh, are reading out of uh, uh, a notebook, and I'm reading out of an app on a Yeah, telephone. I handwrite everything. <laughs> yes. I still write letters. I have not owned a laptop since 2008. Eventually, that's going to catch up to you. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Especially but, if you want to work from home, which you've been talking about. I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to make that jump and figure it out. Yeah. I watched Hereditary the other day. First time. First time. And I was alone. Yeah. I was alone. I was with two Great Danes and a Tiny little old man chihuahua. Did the tiny little old man chihuahua kind of look like Tony Collette in Hereditary? <laughs> I don't know. He's He's got bug eyes and his tongue sticks out the that whole time. That kind of sounds like Tony Collette in Hereditary, <laughs> especially when she's cutting her own head off. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and then the, the scene where where she's just banging her head on the... on yeah. the. Oh, that was... I had to watch... Oh, what did I watch? I watched Scooby-Doo, 2002 Scooby-Doo live Jinkies. action. Oh. Jinkies, yeah. With Matthew Lillard. Yes. 
man, yeah. this is all coming around. Well, I, I, I needed some. I couldn't get off the couch for a while. I was so scared. Mm. I was too scared. I saw that in the theater. Oh, and then uh, last Thursday, I went and saw Haxon. It's a 1920s yeah. silent film about witches. It's a German film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, um, Vanity Rex, who's a drag queen here in the area, yeah. puts on these really fun um, kind of like commentary shows where oh. um, they'll play, like the first one was Gremlins last last Christmas. Yeah. And so you just, they, they talk through it the whole time and make funny jokes. Gotcha. Which is Funny because last year when we saw Gremlins, we had just recorded our episode, yeah. so I was I you had, had all the knowledge. I had all the knowledge. Yeah, just, they do kind of like a like mystery science theater yeah. kind of thing over it. Yeah, cool. yeah, and um, and Vanity Rex is pretty funny with that. But this for Hexen, they had a DJ come in, and they um, so it was a silent film, and yeah. then we were all sitting in our seats, and then they had a DJ playing to go with the film. Oh. It was really cool. Well, that's the can can coming through with yeah. at least one thing. They come through with a lot more. <laughs> On occasion. You're just being a goob. But, um... I just think their sound system is terrible, and their screens are real tiny. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I was trying to think of... Oh, I watched the new Hellraiser on Hulu. I still haven't seen it yet. Hmm. Seems fine. It's alright. I like the concept of, of what the new Hellraisers look like. And yeah. I like all of that, but... It looks too clean. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not grainy. I don't feel. It's not spooky. It's very colorful. Yeah. Also, Hulu's owned by Disney, so technically mm-hmm. that makes Hellraiser a Disney princess. We need to stop doing this Disney princess bullshit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh. Anytime there's a new movie that comes out, people are like, "Well, that's technically a Disney princess," and it. Most of them are based off of works of literature. It doesn't matter. All right. I'm just saying. I also watched The Witch for the first time. Yeah, it's great. It was great. It's amazing. Yes. Also, that's like... I don't know how you missed all this wonderful, wonderful stuff. I don't either. And I was working on the theater then. Yeah. We just didn't get that. And it was kind of a big movie. It was kind of a big deal. Yeah. I was telling my friend Sammy about it, and yeah. she just... I was FaceTiming her, and she just, like, stared at me, and she was like, I have Black Phillip tattooed on my head. Yeah. Like, I went with her to get it tattooed. Like, I was there when she was getting it filled in. <laughs> And there was no point when you were like, what's that? I just thought it was... You were just like, she likes goats. I thought she likes witchy (laughs) things. She's calling it Black Phillip. I just didn't... No. I didn't get it. Right. You've missed so much. I've missed so much. What happened? You think that I got, like, stuck in, like, a... No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you just kind of got caught in your own little bubble. And, uh, I mean, you know, we all do it. We get caught in our own little bubble, and then the rest of the world just kind of falls away. Yeah. I just did it for four months, and now I'm coming out of it. How's that feel? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. Does do things look brighter? No, it's it's dark at seven o'clock right now. I'm metaphoric. Oh, uh, not right now. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, my toe is still broken. Yeah. Um, but we'll get past it. The offer always stands. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you have a steady enough hand for a procedure like that. We could cauterize it. We'll just chop it off and cauterize it. Yeah. I I've I kind of feel like you only want to do the back half, the cauterizing. Not so much the chopping. Uh, I'll do both. Yeah, that's the, you know, that's weirdly the part that I don't trust you with, is the <laughs> chopping. Well, in the background here, we have Halloween 4 playing, but um, what? Yeah. I know that we both have seen the new Halloween. Yeah. And because... We don't need to do spoilers for that, though, do well, no, we? No, we're not going to do spoilers. I just was going to ask, like, what do you? What was your opinion on it? I thought it was great. Okay. I think it is the best of the new series. Yes. I think that all the people who hate it don't know shit about the franchise as a whole. Right. Because a majority of these movies, kind of including part four here, which I like, is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I watched a, a good review about... The, the See, look, I have it fourth best. Nice. Yeah, Halloween ends. I was watching a little, like, YouTube review about it. In the beginning, they were just, like, making fun of all the other Halloween movies that kind of, like, ruin the franchise, right? And yeah. I, and I forgot that, uh, like, is it Busta Rhymes yeah. that gets killed by Michael? Trick or treat, motherfucker. Yeah. No, Busta Rhymes kills Michael Myers. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. He kicks him into electricity. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. I completely forgot about one. What yeah. is that? Halloween H2O or Halloween? It's Resurrections. Resurrection. It's the one after H2O. Right, right. And they kill off Jamie Lee Curtis in the first five minutes of that movie. Right. They throw her off a roof. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. man. That one I that one I haven't seen very 
Very much. I think it's because we live in this age where, like, because everybody has their ability to rate things. Yeah. Whether it be Letterboxd or IMDb Mm -hmm. or goddamn Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Everything is either a one star or a five star. Yeah. You know, there's no in-betweens. Right. Anymore. It's either it's the best thing or the worst thing. I think I'm I'm giving out a lot of twos and threes right now. Exactly, as it yeah. should be. I think a lot of people can't come to terms with the fact that sometimes a movie can just be okay. Yeah. It's just fine. Yeah. I have, it doesn't have to change the world. I was really excited when I left the theater for Halloween Ends, and like my brain was like confused whether I wanted to be happy or sad or mad. <laughs> sure. You know, because I was like, I don't want... I, I, I like the f- aspect that Michael is a demon. Yeah. You know, like, or just like a tulpa. Some, yeah, just something where he's like, just a vessel that, that yeah. the evil like manifests. In. Right, right, and then, um, but I liked all of the little tropes that came into it. Yeah, I, I mean, look at the end. I, I think Michael Myers is the least interesting thing about Halloween. <laughs> he's literally he has no face. Yeah, he's nothing. They tell you that right out the gate. Yeah. Dr. Loomis, first thing he says when you meet that dude, he's uh-huh. like, there's nothing there. Yeah. He's just looking at a wall. Yeah. So I don't know why we hang so much on a guy that is nothing. I think as it's what it, the fear that brings out in the town and what he brings out in everyone. Yeah, but like, you can put that mask on anybody and it's... Yeah, which, no spoilers here, but... And it does the same I, thing. I wish they had. I mean, they did. Yeah. <laughs> they did. And people are losing their goddamn minds over it. But Halloween does kind of coincide with one of the movies we're talking about today. Also, hold on. Shouldn't be a surprise. The opening of the movie uses the font and color from Halloween 3. Yes. As if to say, right in the opening titles, Michael Myers ain't in this one. (laughs) (laughs) It's right there on Front Street. Yeah, but most people probably have not seen Halloween 3. Most people don't know how to read film. True. That's all it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The pumpkins are... Oh. Going into other pumpkins and expanding and changing. because right, we're metaphor. It's telling you right there. It's telling you. It's the pumpkins in the beginning tell the you. The opening scene, Jamie Lee Curtis is writing the chapter of her book, and she's like, and I, you know, we didn't let Michael Myers, uh, like, consume us or whatever. Right. And then she erases it, and she changes it to it, and then she erases it and turns it into evil. Yeah. Thus saying that the man is not the problem. Yeah. It's the evil that's the problem. Evil is always the problem. It tells you the entire movie in yeah. 10 minutes. And people are losing their fucking marbles. Anywho, I digress. Uh, yeah, what were you saying? We're doing 90s things. Today. We're doing 90s nineties <clears throat> horror. Um, and one of the movies we're talking about, you and I just went and saw. Yeah. We just saw, um, saw it together a couple weeks ago. And uh, it's Scream. Yeah, did you did you watch it again before this record? No. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean it's it's playing up here. It's constantly playing yeah, in your head. But I did watch a couple other things of like things oh. you would have missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um just just I watched a documentary. Oh nice. Yeah, because it was just um in the YouTube video that I watched was just talking about like all the different tropes that go into it from like from Halloween or mm. You know, any of those videos that are on YouTube that are like stuff I bet you didn't get. Yeah, I'm always like, you don't know me. Yeah, (laughs) I I just like them because I fucking saw it all. I like them because they just like this tow truck right here in Halloween Four shows up in Halloween Ends. I see everything. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, um, Scream's your movie. I feel like I think of the two here, actually, our second choice is more my movie. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we'll get into it. Yeah. I like that Abraham Lincoln is prominently in this this restaurant. (laughs) Multiple times. There's so many Abraham Lincolns. It's like, it's, it's. That's all they could afford. Yeah. You know, they just were framing weird things they found. Yeah, and all we had was Abraham Lincoln. Well, it's Illinois. It's the land of Lincoln. That's true. Makes sense. It's the Lincoln Log gas station. Yes. I bet they get a lot of business. Yeah. 90s were like an interesting time. Okay. We grew up in the 90s. We Don't did. just agree like weird like that. <laughs> it's a conversation we're having. <laughs> okay. Well, like horror was kind of dead at the time. We we were starting to see this like prestige thriller thing happening. Yeah. You know? You know, politically we were in a post Cold War time. Uh, economy was booming, internet was new, all kinds of changes right. were happening at the time. We were hot off of, like, the video nasties and the satanic panic and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. People were blaming other 
people for murdering people because of movies. Right. Like there was, uh, I think in, in London, uh, these two 10 year old kids killed like a three year old because they watched Child's Play 3. Oh, interesting. Which is like, it's not fucking. Yeah. You didn't kill it because of. Yeah. You, you're, you're a fucking monster. Yeah. And your shit went unchecked. Yeah. And this is a scapegoat. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be more relatable if they like, Set a bunch of dolls on fire. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dahmer made yeah. people watch Exorcist 3 before he killed them. Yeah. And he loved the uh, the Emperor <laughs> from Return of the Jedi. Oh, well. <laughs> he had the Emperor's contact yeah. lenses. Yeah. From Jedi. Yeah. What a fucking nerd. That Ooh. guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, I'm glad God. that that was obvious. Yeah. Horror was falling to the wayside. Prestige thrillers. You know, the elevated horror of their day. From from Jonathan Demme, Silence of the Lambs, to David Fincher's Seven, and every mid-budget Ashley Judd picture in between. <laughs> you double jeopardies, if you will. Silence of the Lambs won major Oscars, like Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Director, Best Film, and uh, Horror Doesn't Win Awards, so we had to, you know, make a new name for horror. Right. It's now a prestige thriller, although really prestige thriller is an elevated horror. I'm going on a rant here. Yeah. To quote my good friend Joe Bob Briggs, who's on the television right now, these are terms used by people who hate horror to describe horror films that they like. Every A24 film is it's just horror. Yeah. And you just say horror. Yeah. It's not, it's not elevated horror. <laughs> when I was at the theater seeing Halloween Ends, there was a kid in line. I say kid because I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> um, Very old. He was like, he was kind of doing that like 90s throwback, you know, outfit of uh-huh. like the acid wash jeans. Yeah. Like the, the shitty Keds or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, like a long sleeve like sweatshirt tucked into the jeans. Okay. Real bad mustache. Yeah. But his sweatshirt was from Bodies, 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 and he was wearing a, a dad hat that said A24 on oh. And, uh... He was all about that. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it is, honestly, though, like, fashion is really strange right now, and I just went shopping the other day. It's a lot of, like, 90s kind of throwbacks. It's, like, 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Like, every time I go in, I'm like, that is Adelia's ad right there. Like, I was like... At what point do the ironic mustaches stop being ironic? I don't know. They're just gonna keep going. Yeah. Also, like, if you go to the costume shop right now, you can find, like, 90s... <laughs> Like, to, to dress like the 90s and the 2000s, is like, a, it's a Halloween costume. Oh. Yeah. How does it make you feel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Old? Old. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of forget my age sometimes. Right. Yeah. Even though my birthday's coming up. It is. Yeah. It's quickly approaching. Quickly. Counting down the days. Yeah. As a 90s kid, did you see a lot of these prestige thrillers in the theater? No. I, I did. No, because Scream, I was like eight when it came out. Yeah, I saw that in the theaters. Yeah, and then... But that wasn't a prestige thriller. I picked a lot, because me and my dad went to the movies every Sunday. Yeah. And I would pick these, like, prestige thrillers, Mm -hmm. because it made me feel like an adult. (laughs) You know? I felt like I'm pulling... I'm forcing my dad to go to these movies, so I I would pick things that I would think that he would like. Yeah. But in actuality, I don't think he gave a shit about any of it. Well, I think he probably... Like, I saw Double Jeopardy in the theaters. Yeah, no, I was too young to see either of these movies we're going to talk about in theaters. Oh, I saw both. What What was that movie where Skeet Ulrich was, um, he was, like, transporting some, like, oh, fuck. Was it a virus? He was transporting a virus with maybe Cuba Gooding Jr. in, a, in an ice cream truck. Right? You remember it? Oh, yeah. I think it's got cold in the title. Huh. It was called Chill Factor, and it sucked. I saw that in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the the downfall of going every Sunday, right? To see a movie, right? Is you we, gotta pick something. Yeah, but we did. But we saw, saw a the lot Psycho more, remake in theaters. We saw a lot more like family films. Oh yeah, you we know, didn't do like that. the Star Wars and no. the Lord of the Rings. Oh, like the re re releases of the Star Wars. No, like Episode One, Two, mm. and Three when they came out. Hey, it's weird. I saw Episode One, and uh, I liked it. And then when Episode Two came around, I was like. No, I'm not into this. <laughs> this is bullshit. I didn't see those until 2009. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just skipped them. Completely. Yeah. We just rewatched, like, during the pandemic, we rewatched all the Star Wars so my mom could get caught up. Mm. So we, that was the last time I watched them, but. She's always in the middle of some sort of crash course to really catch up to yeah, certain was... aspects of pop culture. Yeah, she, she was too busy. Yeah. She knows all about X-Men now, which is very exciting. Yeah, she knows a lot about the Marvel Universe, too. Which is <laughs> great. It's great. Sometimes she knows more because she read this, like, she got this 
book from Half Price about mm. the Marvel characters, and she read all of it. So now she knows like how certain people turned. She's fascinating. She loves it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, today we're talking about two genre-defining films uh, to round out our little Halloween spooktacular that we're doing. Jesus, you want to take the wheel? No. What you got over there? You got anything? I got some weird things. Just some preamble? What's Just your history with our, with our first film? Or should I kind of lead us up to when I say the name of it? Lead us up to Okay. Uh, to succeed, the, the genre began to look inward. Inward. Not inward. <laughs> and, you know, it brought horror back to life, really starting with Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yes. Which is great. It is good. An underrated gem in the, the Freddy series. Kind of had its tongue in cheek with, with Kevin Williamson's almost like John Hughesian right. teenager dialogue. Uh, we got Scary Movie, which eventually changed its name to Scream from 1996. Yep. Directed by the late, great Wes Craven. Now, preview time. Hello? Do you like scary movies? What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Someone is playing a deadly game. The police are always off track. If they watch Palm Night, they'd save time. Someone who's taken his love of scary movies one step too far. That's when I play the trailer. Um, two of my favorite directors actually passed on this film. George Romero. Uh, for more on George Romero, listen to our series, episodes 29 to 39. And uh, Sam Raimi also passed on it. Oh, interesting. Check back on him in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of glad Sam Raimi passed on it. because I would have been crazy. It would have been odd. But I, I don't think it'd been, it. you would have loved it. I would have loved it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I the the interesting thing about Wes Craven, despite him making Nightmare on Elm Street, which is very otherworldly feeling mm-hmm. because of the the dream right escape, Wes Craven is, feels very down to earth. Yeah. Well, I think this like in this one it like. Like, there's no crazy camera moves or anything. No, but also, like, all the scenes and the way it's shot is all things that, like, you could very much, like, especially when I did watch these films and I would be, like, home alone or babysitting, Mm. you know, like, these are, like, these are feelings that you've kind of had before, being alone or being in a party. He's very good at that. Yeah. Yeah, and then being in the video store, like, there's... Yeah, I mean, same to, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. He he takes the, like, you're running, but you can't get anywhere. Yeah. Like, he takes all those recognizable tropes and, and kind of elevates right. them. Right. For these, I just do, like, a tiny little plot crunch. Yeah. So I'm not going, like, beat for beat or anything. You got any any pre-stuff? Well, uh, just that um, Henry Winkler, they did... Um, he, he went on... Oh, the Fonz. The Fonz. He yes. went uncredited. Uh, because pr- producers did not want um, him to distract any attention away from the younger co-stars who didn't have mm. as much clout as he did at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aside so, from, like, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Yeah. Who dies in the first, like, five minutes. Jesus Christ, you're giving away spoilers already? Nineteen ninety six. spoiling the film. All right. Yeah. But also, then later on, just sticking with Henry Winkler, the Fonz here, because he's the principal. Yeah. And then later on, there's this moment where he opens up his closet, and inside the closet is his actual Fonzie jacket oh, hanging up in there. Nice. Yeah. And then um, he goes and yells at the janitor, who's dressed like Freddy Cougar and named Fred, and then it's actually Wes Craven. Craven yeah. yeah. So it makes it funny, too, in the scene where they're in they're in the police station, and she says, the janitor's your boss, because she's like, oh. the sister's talking to Dewey. Right. And she's like, the janitor's your boss? Like, technically, that's right, because Wes Craven oh, played yeah. the janitor. That is right. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And then just a couple other weird things that I had, uh, or just like um, in, in the opening scene, when Drew Barrymore's parents show up and they start to realize that their daughter is like something crazy is going on, right? Yeah. The dad says to the mom, go to the McKinsey's. Yeah. And that's the same thing that Laurie Strode tells um, oh, Lizzie yeah. and Tommy is that to is. go down to the McKinsey's. 
So there's a lot of, in this, in Scream, there's a lot of references back and forth to other horror movies. Yes. Halloween being one of them that they reference a lot. I mean, she even name drops it. Yeah. Like, and then, and what her favorite scary movie is. Yeah, and then Skeet's character, what's his name? Um, Billy. Billy is Loomis. B- yeah. Billy Loomis. Yeah, yeah. Which um, is the, uh, you Michael, got this. Is Michael you got Myers' this. doctor, in case you didn't know. <laughs> yes. He's one of my favorite characters, actually. I really like Dr. Loomis, because he's, yeah. just, he's just trying his best the, to fight evil in his the old The series kind of, the franchise as a whole kind of falls apart without a he Dr. Kinda Loomis. Needs, yeah, you need Dr. Loomis. And he really takes a liking to, to Jamie to Jamie here. Oh, this is when those kids are like, your, your uncle's the boogie man. Right. This poor town, though, in Halloween. <laughs> Haddonfield? Haddonfield is just destroyed for decades of murder... I mean, and death. That, look, that's just Illinois for you, you know? That's true. You, nobody knows where any of the cities outside of Chicago are. <laughs> You're just living in the shadow of Chicago. Simple plot crunch of, yeah. of Scream. Um, Casey Becker, Stephen Orth are killed late in the evening. Uh, it was Drew Barrymore's idea to play Casey because she was initially Sydney. Oh, okay. Five weeks before shooting, she was like, I want to I be Casey instead. Which in turn made them like have to recast everybody. <laughs> but it was like the best idea. Yeah. Because she was the only one that really had like that name yeah. to her. Their death kind of sparks this witch hunt through the school. People have been getting obscene phone calls and, and threatening the kids of, of uh, Woodsboro High. Uh, singling out Sidney Prescott, the lead of a horror film who doesn't want to be the lead of a horror film mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and is still mourning the death of her mother from a year prior in a deadly murder yeah yeah her mom was murdered and she witnessed it kinda yes <laughs> she saw something she saw some shit the students keep getting like knocked off uh, the town sets a curfew closes the school causing the uh, insanely wonderful uh, uh, stew played by Matthew Lillard <laughs> Uh, to throw this, like, town that dreaded sundown party. Right. Kind of like people, uh, like, in New Orleans who throw, like, hurricane parties. Yeah. <laughs> to I want to go to for one murder. <laughs> You want to go? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Through a series of events, it's revealed that Stu and Sydney's boyfriend, Billy, are the killers. Billy blaming Sydney for his family falling apart. Sydney's um, mom was a whore. Jesus Christ. I'm telling them. Right. Strutting around like she was Sharon Stone or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Billy, Billy's kind of the mastermind, and Stu's just along for the ride. Uh, peer pressure. Yeah, Sydney's our final girl. Gail Weathers is there. Yep. As a reporter. We got she- Dewey Cox. Yeah. Right? Nope. That's not his last <laughs> name. Nope, it's Courtney Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Dewey Riley. Dude, that's a horrible name. Dewey Riley. No. I didn't write the screenplay. <laughs> Um, the story itself was inspired by the real-life killings in uh, Gainesville, Florida by Danny, Danny Rowling. Hmm. Uh, just a real piece of shit who killed, um, I think he killed eight people, but he killed five women around the uh, the the college there on like a four-day killing spree. And Kevin Williamson was like, home alone, saw that, and then like fused it with Halloween, and that's where Scream came from. Beauty of the film is if you're like a horror fan... As we were saying, you kind of pick up on all these little references to a bunch of other stuff. Right. And it takes this, like, uh, giallo Italian horror twist of, like, the killer's always ghost face, but you never know who's under the mask. Right. In all the films. Um, So it almost turns it into a murder mystery instead of a traditional slasher, which is fun. Fun. It is fun. Yeah. Choose your own murderer. Exactly. Forgot to mention that the voice of Ghostface is Mojo Jojo from Powerpuff Girls, so that fucking rules, too. Yeah. And it's always, like, that's the fun part of of every Scream film. And traditionally, it's always two killers. Mm -hmm. It's only been one killer once. um, And that's the movie that's the bad one. So Don't tell me. (laughs) I'm going to work my way through them. Have you not seen all of them? I don't think I have. That's weird. I know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This is my first big question for you, was how do you feel about the sequels? And I've seen Scream 2, and I yeah. enjoyed that one, but I don't remember Scream 3 or 4. Mm. So, I, if I saw... Did the, you see the new one? Yes. 5? Yeah, I saw 5, or Scream. Yes. Yeah. You gotta say it differently. Oh. There's Scream and then Scream. Right. Like when people are like, alien or aliens. I just say aliens <laughs> for both. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
But you um, mean it in the literal plural sense. Like, I'm just literally looking at aliens. Yes. <laughs> I really liked the, was it 2021? Was it 2022? So. Came out no, like, I think it was 22. Yeah, 2000. I think it was early this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, think I, it's great. I thought it was shot really well. I really liked how it really plays into this first one, but yet it, there's so many different characters that still at the end, when, when you finally figured it out, you're like, oh, I kind of wasn't expecting that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, like things lead up to it that if you're paying attention, you're like, oh, I should have caught that, but still. I, I tracked those killers, like, yeah. Five minutes in that movie. I also do like how. But they everyone... did good jobs of like red herrings and stuff. Yeah, and I like how everyone showed back up to play yeah. kind of their character, but it wasn't it wasn't too cheesy, I don't feel like, but it just had just enough of like. I mean, if teen... you haven't seen three and four, like they all show up in all of them. Oh, I got to see, I haven't. Yeah, it's great. Whoa. Yeah. What? I'm slacking. That's why I got to. I'll add them to the rest of my list of 31 Days four. of War is tying into six as well. Oh, that's coming up? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you definitely got to catch up on it. Well, and um, so the the party scene at the yeah, end, yeah. you know, uh, the party scene runs for 42 minutes long. Yes. But it was shot over the course of 21 days. And after it wrapped, the crew had shirts made saying- I survived 118. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I've seen 118. Yeah. Because they, uh, the longest uh, night of horror history. Well, um, a lot of the crew got fired and re re- Oh, replaced why during that that filming sequence? Well, that's kind of the the elephant in the room is that the Weinstein's were behind oh. Scream and they're assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Irwin, who was the cinematographer during that one eighteen, um, I think some of his dailies came out came back like slightly out of focus. Oh, okay, and they were like like they needed they needed to make an example, so they were like you know, fire this person, this person, and this person. And, and Irwin was like, well, then why not fire the cinematographer too? And then they were like, okay. And they just fired him. Oh. Yeah. So they replaced most of the, like, filming crew. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For what it was essentially, like, the end of the shoot. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think he got a t-shirt, because technically he did not survive 118. <laughs> I almost survived. <laughs> yeah. I almost survived 118. Yeah. The caller ID did increase after this film. This. Yeah. It really did help. And they, they bring it up in part two. Yeah. Oh, and then... Because um, I just saw part two in theaters as well. Oh, nice. I'm yeah. going to try and see it next week at the CanCan. Yeah. I saw it at the AMC. Yeah. Look, I, I got a subscription there, okay? it's. I'm not judging. It cost me nothing. I'm happy. <laughs> they kept getting sent back to the, um, what is it, MPAA? Because yeah. they kept getting like an N17 rating. There's a scene at the end when um, when Stu and Billy are stabbing each other, uh-huh. and you can see blood running down their hands. They got marked for NC-17 for having running blood, Oh, and they had to send it back. Yeah, but then um, someone sent it in and said they need, they need to be watched as a comedy. Unfortunately, that was Bob Weinstein yeah, who said uh, that. <laughs> yeah. well, Which, I mean... Well, let it keep its R rating. Yeah. So... Yeah. So we didn't And have- he's not Harvey Weinstein, so... um yeah after i just assume he sucks (laughs) i don't i don't have any concrete evidence about that guy um i i do just really enjoy like um jamie kennedy's character in this because he's just like when they keep going back to the video store and like and then he's watching all the films and stuff i just like how knowledgeable he is and how they bring up like you should never say i'll be right back yeah just all those little like calling out horror movies for those things but then actually still playing them through and they fit yeah the, the one thing that does bother me though is when she gets stuck in the pet door in the garage that garage door wouldn't have gone up like that no. that's not how garage doors work no. and even in the 90s so like, it maybe would have got like eight inches off the ground also, like, before like, the motor burnt out <laughs> right and then all those people left the party yeah did no one look at the garage door when they left it's not shown too clear but the garage is like it's like off the side yeah. of the house you okay. can't really see it you can actually rent that house as an airbnb no yeah are we going to do that one day? Probably not. Okay. It's like North California. Oh my gosh, it's probably so much money. Yeah. Okay. I think it's, um. oh fuck, Petaluma? Oh, okay. It's like wine country. Do you think that people rent it and have big screen parties in it? Yeah, probably. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> While we're here, and I did bring up Silence of the Lambs, I do want to run this one by you, though. Okay. Because I am thinking maybe next year for Halloween... We could, maybe not on Halloween, because it'll probably be too expensive and yeah. it'll already be booked, uh, but you can rent 
Buffalo Bill's house Ooh. from Sons of the Lambs. Oh my god, I just met a little dog that looks like his. Looks like Precious? Precious! Give me back my dog! <laughs> <laughs> what is he just built a well yeah. in the bottom of it. <gasps> oh my gosh, I have heard about this. Yeah. I want to be in the bottom of the well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I think it's like, it's like photo ops. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought about maybe doing, adding that to my, nice. my Halloween list. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't You know. get complimentary lotion. That's creepy. <laughs> That's so creepy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Put it in a pin. Put, put, in a, put a, a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Maybe a year or two. We'll um, do that. No, and I really enjoyed this film when we went and saw it at the art craft. It's been a while since I'd seen it. And um, once I got over like how dirty it looked. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was into it. Yeah. Here's a big question I have for you. Perfect. Do you think Billy and Stu are fucking? A little bit. <laughs> Do. You just leaned in like it was hot gossip. It is that hot we were gossip. Doing. <laughs> yes, I do. I think they are too. I think I, I think they are. Just, yeah. it's that one scene when he's leaning over his shoulder and, and he's, he's doing just, the ear thing. Yeah, yeah. But also, I think that um, his character didn't have a lot of lines, so he really like built that up. You yeah. know, he yeah. really put that character into it. So I could see him just being like, just being odd and awkward and kind of like um, physically off-putting with his presence yeah to kind of make it even weirder but the more i see it the the more it makes sense to me (laughs) of like well it's just like when did they come up with this idea but not after you know they were definitely like right they came up with it after the mother was killed because they both killed the mother so they've been planning and scheming for at least a year if not more the sheriffs in this town are horrible if teenagers are killing people and getting away with it yeah but that's that's cops in every city (laughs) I don't think so. Well, that's true. Usually the cops are killing people. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Oh, okay. Although they do make a point to like, the co- the the sheriff is a bit of a red herring in the film. He's wearing the same boots as Ghostface. That yeah. scene when he stamps out his, his cigarette, I think is to mo- make you think that he might actually be the killer. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then also he, he shows up in an- other horror movies. What is he? He's in... Um... Oh, I don't know. Oh, man. I, I forgot. Sorry. I don't know that dude's name. Yeah. He's... he's... <laughs> He shows up in, like, either Nightmare on Elm Street or he's one of the deputies in Halloween. Uh, Joseph Whip was in Nightmare on Elm Street. She is correct about that. When you fact check me? Yeah, I've, I've started doing that part in the editing process. Not just for you. For everybody. For me, too. Um, yeah, that's kind of all I really got for Scream. I mean, really, I could do a whole... You do a whole episode, yeah. Scream, but we got a second movie. You got anything else for Scream? That was it. Did you get to watch Blair Witch? I did. I watched it last night. Did you throw up? No. I'm proud of you. Yeah. (laughs) I thought I would. A couple times I did have to just, like, get up and go get water and just kind of, like, look away. Like, listen, but look away. Sure. It's just, like, yeah, it's just Blair Witch. That's why I never watched it when it came out. I love it. I love that movie so much. You know, so I was too young to go see it in theaters, but then my best friend, who's a couple years older, she loved it. Yeah. And she had it on VHS, and I remember we tried to watch it one time, and... That's you throwing up everywhere. (laughs) I was not into it, and, um, and she was all, like, she was on board with it being real. Yeah. You know? We all were. At yeah, that time. at that time, because yeah. it was one of the first films to ever come out that was made this way. Pretty much. Um, they even, they bought a camera, they bought a video camera from Circuit City, and the producers returned the camera. Yes. So then there was receipts yes. like this, and then in the opening, like, um, then the, when the film was opening, in certain places they had missing person yeah. flyers. Oh, yeah. And yeah. actually, um, Heather... Uh, Donahue? Donahue, thank you. Yeah. Heather Donahue's mother received sympathy cards yeah. from people who believe that her daughter was actually missing or dead. She runs a weed farm now. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But I... This was my first watch, was yesterday. Oh, I like never, full, full, full watch. first watch. Yeah. And I knew what... I You know, I'm aware of what was supposed to happen yeah. and things like this. But uh, I think because I spent so much time in the woods that I it was like... This is one I didn't want to watch to think about. Yeah. And then as and then as I became an adult and we figured the things out about it, I just was like mad at it and didn't want to go back to it. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. We'll get into that. Uh, we're talking about the Blair Witch Project, 1999, uh, directed by Daniel Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez. 
When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. From Artisan Entertainment, it began as a mystery. It became a phenomenon. And now it's as close as your remote control. For the first time on television, The Blair Witch Project comes to pay-per-view. Experience the movie critics call a groundbreaker in fright. An instant classic. The Blair Witch Project, now on pay-per-view. Lights on, lights off. You decide how to watch it. Although not the first found footage film, uh, I think that goes to Cannibal Holocaust back in the 70s. 1980. Revolutionized the genre mainly in its marketing, as you were saying. Yeah. And the infancy of the internet, the studio, you know, releasing it made a big, like, missing persons campaign. And uh, largely sold the film as, like, a capital F found footage. Yeah. Like, we found shit in the woods and we compiled a, a film out of it. The film's plot is extremely simple. It's a small group of college students working on a documentary about the Blair Witch uh, around the town of Burkittsville, formerly Blair, in Maryland. They discover the legend of Rustin Parr, serial killer from the 40s who killed children around the town in pairs of two, making one kid face in the corner as he killed the other. Um, the, the investigation takes him into the, the woods around the town to find Coffin Rock, which was a ceremonial gro grave site, I think during colonial times. And in the process, they get lost in the woods and die. That's the plot of the movie. That's it. <laughs> Um, it took eight days to film. Yeah, I mean the brilliance is the is the simplicity. I think TM TM TM. If if we ever had our 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 ways, I think it would be brilliant to make a movie about the making of Blair Witch because I think the story behind the scenes is just as fascinating. Okay, if not more fascinating. Did you look into this stuff at all? No. It's amazing. So like not fully. I, yeah, I did a little bit, but the stuff in the town. Half of those people were locals. Half were actors. Right. They didn't tell the actors who were real right. and who weren't. So their reactions to interviewing them yeah. were real. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and actually. Dude, um, that, that baby, that baby's doing some heavy lifting that's like touching her mouth. And to tell like, her to nod. Yeah. Oh, and it's like the baby knew. Like, it's don't so talk. good. Oh. They knew they had something. But go, so the actors knew that the film was fake, but the yes. actors did not know what that was the happen. mythology was fake too. Yeah. They thought the mythology in the town was it's real. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, like, I'm kind of obsessed with Blair Witch. I did not know that. I am obsessed. I saw it three times in theaters as a kid. Oh my gosh. Back in 99. <laughs> I saw part two once. Yeah, what, you were 12? Something like that. And I saw the new one when it came out. Oh, okay. I saw that as well. The, like, the lore and the mythology is like, there's so much there for like three movies. It, it's insane if you look at all this shit. Like it goes back to like colonial times. Yeah. And the whole Rustin Parr thing and the actual Blair Witch shit is all it's it's a lot. But I think that the making of the movie is really interesting. So they when they got into the woods, um, they had a GPS tracker on them. Oh, yeah, and they had and they had a like walkie-talkies. Walkie. Yeah. But they actually got lost three times. The very first time they got lost is the very first shot of them in the woods. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, when they lock up the door and they're walking, like, this way. Yeah. They're supposed to go the complete opposite direction. <laughs> and I, I watched it with commentary yeah. today. Yeah, oh, nice. And and the directors were like, yeah, we didn't, we kind of thought we made a mistake here, because we lost them immediately in the woods within the first 20 minutes. <laughs> um, right, well, and I guess in 1999, our GPS and tracking systems, and it wasn't yeah. what it yeah. would be today. Where, But also, like, why wouldn't you have some... One, like, why wouldn't you have, like, a paid guide to go with them? They did. Like, they were following the actors, but, like, far away. I know, I'm just saying, like, why wouldn't they have, like, a fourth guy in there? To just... Oh, like, in the actual story of, like, we paid someone from the town I guess, to take or us? something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they would have thought that that, that lost their authenticity, too. Yeah. Which is very funny, because her, like... Her documentary that you see parts of yeah. seem extremely, like, highfalutin and naive. Yeah. <laughs> and she, like, puts on this fake voice for him. Uh, she get, I got, she annoyed me. Uh, yeah, I was I mean, not into this film. I fucking love this film this so is, goddamn yeah. much. They would, get, they would get coordinates every day to, like, go to a place and they would there would be, like, film canisters so they could reload their yeah. mags. 
there'd be batteries and there would be empty film canisters that had direction on them. So like you'd open it up and it'd be like, you don't trust Mike today. Yeah. And that's the, that's all. That's the whole script. Yeah. (laughs) So it's all improvised. And then they gave them less and less food each day. So they become more and more active with each other. Kind of. They gave them like a per diem. Yeah. And they blew it all. (laughs) So like they're supposed to go out and buy like food for, for, the camping thing. Yeah. You actually see them in the film go yeah. to the grocery store. Yeah. That's the real shit that they bought oh, gosh. for living in the woods was yeah. like marshmallows. <laughs> no. <laughs> and beer. Yeah. <laughs> and they have like three propel bars. Yeah. And that's it. That's oh, all gosh. they bought. That's funny. Yeah. So they didn't really take away their food. They just didn't buy anything. They just didn't plan. And they expected them to be covered. And they're like, no, you, you spent the money. It's, yeah. This is what you eat now for yeah. eight days. <sighs> like... Yeah, yeah. They spent a lot on uh, liquor and beer, which you see them get drunk in the, yeah. the hotel room as well. That's exactly what my friends and I would have done. If, yeah, right. At in that our age, early twenties, yeah. yeah. That's what actually. That's what I was doing in my early twenties. <laughs> right. Was, was drinking and hanging out in the woods and for I, eight days. I, yes. Yeah. And I did that until I was thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> right. From twenty-three to from eighteen to thirty-two, I've just been drinking in the woods. Yeah, that sounds about right. Fighting bears. Right. Fighting bears. Fighting bears. At night, the the producer and the directors would mess with with them by um uh like that that scene when they wake up and there's like children laughing. Yeah, those are three boom boxes. And those are actually like one of the the directors. Neighbors. It was some it, yeah. I, I saw some. It was like that. Some kids across the street. Yeah, they just um and then uh when they shake the tent, yeah. they didn't know that that was gonna happen. So no. the reaction is real. There's the scene when they're like they're running out the path. Uh huh. And Heather's like, what the fuck is that? What yeah. is that? And they're supposed to pan over to see the witch. There's a, there's a guy in white that's just walking with them as they're running. Okay. That's just like kind of floating. Yeah. And they just didn't catch it when they panned over. Yeah. They were sp- and they're like, we can't do it again. Like, yeah. Like, then they'd be acting. And we yeah. don't want them to be acting. We want them to be Yeah, the, the cameraman just didn't pan that way. Yeah. So they couldn't reshoot it. They also couldn't reshoot it because that guy fell in the river. And all of his shit got wet. I mean, that famous scene where she's, you know, looking down the barrel and crying and stuff. Her whole face was supposed to be in frame, but she only caught, like, the corner. But, like, it it works even better. Oh, yeah. At the end, she said that she was having such bad panic attacks because she was so scared. That's why she did the weed farm. (laughs) Helps with the panic attacks. (laughs) It does. Yeah. It does. Uh, The crew used the phrase taco to break kayfabe. So, like, when they needed to make the the rocks, the Uh pile of rocks outside... They well, <laughs> so what happened was they had backpacks filled with rocks, uh-huh. and they were like, they actually they just went and laid down outside for about an hour until they thought the people in the tent were asleep, yeah. and then they were like, we're gonna sneak up, put the rocks down, but it was the middle of fall, so like every st- yeah yeah, <laughs> so like they thought they were doing something cool and spooky, uh-huh. and then they had to just be like, Taco, we're putting rocks down. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I'm sure, like, you know, they were in the middle of sleep and they were like, what? Yeah, whatever. And yeah. then woke up and probably kind of forgot that yeah. there were rocks there anyway. After the film was done, the the actors went into hiding to kind of promote the film as, you know, them right. missing. But that didn't work here because Heather Donahue was in a bunch of Steak and Shake ads. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than one way to make a shake. And we admit, their way is more efficient. But when was the last time you sipped a shake and said, Mmm, that tastes efficient. Interesting. What? Which I mean is a Midwest thing. Those aren't everywhere. But no, no. Yeah. No, here to Florida. Yeah. 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 I well, bet if I showed you one, you'd be like, what? Well, <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna Google I'm gonna Google it after right. we're done. I don't know. I think it's I think it's impressive because there's no script for the film. It's all right. improvised. Like I said, I, I saw it three times in theaters as kids. I was also like you, like I I, I grew up in the woods yeah. then as well, and it I'm always searching for something to scare me, and uh that movie did it. Because I think the weekend it came out, I saw it and then like a few days later we went and like to the cabin yeah. out in the woods. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna know about it. <laughs> yes. See, like, unlike you, like, I don't think that I get scared easily, but I also don't want to think about those scary things to attract them to me. Oh, yeah, I want it. No, like, yeah. so I'm, you know, like, staying in our, our friend's haunted house, it's like, I just pretend like I don't see the shadow moving, mm. and I just 
I live in my little blissful world. What does that say about us, though? Because you believe in ghosts and I don't. I do believe in them. I just don't want to participate <laughs> with them. Yeah. I believe in them, but I don't need to partake in them. Because what if what if it's not a nice ghost and then I pay attention to it? And then we're going to have to relive my, my best friend's exorcism because I've got a demon inside me. I'm just leave, I just let you go. That's, That's true. Just like, you know, at the end of the day. What happens if there's a more evil version of me? Don't see it. Couldn't possibly. <laughs> Even you have a hard time believing it. Yeah. This version is pretty evil. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, subtle. Subtly. You're not You're not bluntly evil. No. Yeah, you do it all behind closed doors. <laughs> is that because I'm a Scorpio? You don't believe in astrology either. No, those stars are dead, man. The film was a Guinness World Book record holder for top, for being the top budget. Um, yeah, box office ratio because it costs nothing to make. Yeah, the main um, for a mainstream featured film, so the cost was sixty thousand dollars to make yeah. the whole film, and the, and it made two hundred forty eight million. Do you know what movie it beat? Well, I was just gonna say it's a ratio of one dollar spent for every ten thousand nine hundred thirty one dollars made. Wow, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. What did it beat? Halloween. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Halloween took yeah very little to make, and yeah. yeah. Look at us just tying it all in. Yeah. Woo. Also, Halloween 4, worst Michael Myers mask. Well, the one on the poster is great. Yes. <laughs> they actually sell separate ones. You can buy a poster mask and a, and a feature uh, mask. It's just, it's like, it's just, his eyes are pushed out. He just looks kind of derpy. Yeah. Have you seen and any? And he's too white, you know? Like, well. It's too clean. Yeah. Like, he's eating cheese all the time and he loves Kanye West. Like, that kind of white? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, just like, <laughs> he got some money from a Tide ad, and now all Oh, different kind of white. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you seen any of the Blair Witch sequels, the other no. two? No. No. I think you would hate them. Okay, I'll watch them. If you don't like the first one, you're not. I don't like it. It makes it like makes me mad. Ones. There's no witch involved. I also don't... But there is, but there isn't. But I don't understand the correlation between the witch and the man who has the house and who's killing people. Is it because he's... The guy who lives... Okay, one, how's their house way out there? The house is like... Well, the house is from the 40s. But why is why is it the only one out there? Because he built it? Yeah. To, to live alone? Yeah, well, I also think that it ties into the, the, the colonial aspects of it. Okay. So, like, back then it was a, it was a smaller village, and okay. then it kind of moved away from there and became... What? The town? Birkinsville. Birkinsville. Blair was in the woods, Birkinsville is out there. Birkinsville. But this guy still lived in a house that was out there. But then why would he kill people? Um, Because the witch told him to. But why is he so special that the witch didn't kill him? It doesn't have to be special. They work. I together. mean, isn't that always the... Like, why would... What, I don't know. What I just, made Reagan get possessed by Pazuzu in The Exorcist? She wasn't special. It's just because you're weak. That's what it is. It's the weak-willed. That's why... I, yeah. That's why I don't look at them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not weak-willed. But You're not weak-willed. You're fine. You'll be fine. I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> I'd love to talk to them. I'd love to get their story. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I just gave you all the lore in, like, a little little 10-cent Yeah, dime, I, I guess that, was just, that just confused me, because it, it was the first time I watched it. That yeah. it just I was just like, why is this witch taking over this guy? And then why is he... Obviously, like, he just kills teens, because teens are easy to kill. I think it's just brilliant that it does so much with so little. Yeah. You see nothing in that movie, and it's, like, it's all at. How did Josh get out of the tent without anyone knowing? Like, how does how does the witch steal him? You kind of get little. Is it the blue goo? <laughs> well, the blue goo made him marked. Like that's how they you know she that can he's sniff him die. out. Ah, not necessarily sniffing him out. What is the goo? Is it ectoplasm? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like ectoplasm. Crazy. In the third movie, they kind of touch on the the wibbly wobbly timey wimey yeah. aspect part of it. Yeah. Of like like when nightfall comes, it's. It's kind of its own world, yeah. Within within that space, yeah. In the actual first film, the the directors were like, once they they hit that wall of all the stickmen, like that's that's kind of where the end of the real world was for them. And then they get stuck in this loop, is which yes. is why they like yeah. cross the bridge twice. And then obviously, yeah. like what I was thinking was like they're in this this pocket where their compass isn't working correctly. Yeah. So so yeah. obviously they think they're going south, but they're all just walking in circles because the the magnetic energy is being pulled around so yeah. their compass doesn't work. I hate to break this to you. You fucking got it, dude. 
Okay. <laughs> you might love this. <laughs> I think I think if it I understand why the found footage is so cool about it, but I just it, it's frustrating for someone who doesn't like those kind of movies. So See, I'm I already like I'm but already like There's already the inherent problem of found footage of like a found footage movie can't end without the people dying or else it's not right. a found footage film. Right. So like you already know how they're all going to end. Yeah. Uh the I think it was 2013 was the newer one. Okay. Um, they do some really cool aspects where, because they go into the woods with a guide. Yeah. And the guide is like, fuck this, I'm leaving. Yeah. And there's a moment where, where like our main group is like, you know, trying to get out. Yeah. And the, the guide like comes through the bushes uh-huh. and he's like, how long have I been in here? And he's like, this is our first night. And he's like, I've been in here for two months. Like, so like it plays with time and stuff. It's, oh. it's got some cool shit going for it. Okay. So then let me talk about this. Is it the witch that kills him in the basement or is it the guy? I mean, I don't think you get any kind of concrete proof of that, but it is killed in the same way that Rustin Parr was killing people. But is that because... But that's... the witch was also like possessing... But he's not living out there. There's nothing in there. You know, he would have to eat. Yeah. You're taking it too literal again. <laughs> Gotta stop taking things so literally. I'm confused. For someone who likes fantasy, I do get really stuck up on those you do. parts, don't you I? Do. A lot of people do, though. Yeah. The sign... I think that's why people hated Halloween Ends. They got it a little too literal. I fucking loved it, and I would like to not spoil it for our listeners who haven't seen it, so I Yeah, guess. we'll do, a, we'll do like, a, like a spoiler episode at some point. Cool. Yeah. Or like a little pocket. I do want to re-see it again. I've seen it twice so far. Uh, In the, theaters. The sign outside of the town has been stolen three times. Yeah, they've just stopped putting it up. That's funny. Yeah. Last time I was in Baltimore, I was going to drive down there to see, to see the locations. But I I did some research, and the only the only stuff that they shot in Burkittsville is the sign and, like, the graveyard. Yeah. The rest was, like, just pickups at different mm-hmm. places. This is what I do know. Yeah. It is when you're out camping in the woods yeah. and trucking along, if you see a pile of rocks... And then you see another pile of rocks and another pile of rocks. Don't go near them. Definitely don't knock them over. Definitely don't knock them Don't step over. anywhere fucking near them. Yeah. Okay? You don't know what is going to get stuck to you and come back. Next thing I know, and this isn't part of the movie, but this is a good... Oh. This is good... You're just giving advice to Giving people. advice. If you see stairs in the middle of the woods, don't go up them. What are you talking about? Exactly. If you see... No, the cabin I stayed in had, like, stairs. But no, no, I mean, like, stairs that are just in the middle of the woods with nothing at the top of them. Uh, these were like built into the like the cliff or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm talking. You're talking about, about like a literal house that's just built in the woods. I'm talking about literal stairs. Yeah. That lead to nothing. Yeah. Like if you see stairs that have nothing around them and lead to nothing, don't walk up them. Yeah, but you know you say this, but I could see you just walking. Oh, up I'm going to do it. <laughs> but the advice is don't do it right, because right, right. it will put you in another dimension. Right. No, that's, that's fair. That's the folklore. Have you kind of come around a little bit on Blair Witch now after talking it through? I feel like you got some I feel closure like I, on I the things like you I didn't enjoyed, know. I feel like I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It has all the things that I like. I like guerrilla marketing. Yeah. You know, I like... I think the making of it is, like, just as entertaining. Yeah, as. and I, I enjoy that they're... I, I enjoy that they get stuck in this, like, nowhere land, and their yeah. compass doesn't work, and that they're fighting each other, and then they're lost, and they're carrying these big cameras, and they're wearing this 90s hiking gear. <laughs> it's like... There were, um... I enjoy it, but it's just too fucking shaky for me. Me and, and good friend Derek, uh-huh. um, when we worked at the bookstore together, there yes. were a lot of times where I'd be like, like, I'd ask him where something was, and he'd be like, I fucking kicked that thing in the river, man. It's Greek to me. I don't know what you're talking about. Also, <laughs> also if I'm camping... Also, with... that really happened off, off camera. He actually, he just got... He just... Yeah, he just got, he was like, this this map thing is, is not taking us anywhere plot-wise. Fucking kick that thing in the river, and they didn't film it. And then they, you know, he literally revealed it like at that moment. To they them. didn't know. No, they no. didn't know that. Where no, that... <laughs> no. What the fuck? <laughs> I would. Which think... I mean, they didn't need the map. They 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 had like a GPS, like for you know their actual lives, right. but for the plot of the film, yeah. They that didn't, person, they didn't you know. do not have in your zombie apocalypse lineup, or go camping with, or you do, and he's the dead weight that you leave behind so you can get ahead. But he's. I'm just saying, like, who's that kind of idiot that's like, I'm so mad yeah. I kicked the map yeah. into the river. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? I would kill that person. 
I mean, though, really... I would, no, I would tie him to a tree, and I would, like... <laughs> just leave him as a sacrifice? Would, would, yes. And I would go get all those little <laughs> stick people and put around him, and I'd be like, here you go, witchy. You yeah, can here's have the him. Thi- Why don't I have a stick man? I should have a stick man. Do you want me to make you one? I mean, if you find the time. I'll find the time. <laughs> all right, next time you're out in the woods, make me a stick man. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, if they were really good at hiking, they would have just gone to the river and then followed it. Yeah. Out. Yeah, instead of crossing it. Work. Yeah. Yeah, you usually follow the river. But, you know, then we wouldn't have a great movie out of I it. I do, I do like the one line in it where he was like, what is, what is the Wicked Witch from Wizard of Oz? And she goes, the Wicked Witch of the West. He goes, well, then let's go east. <laughs> yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's just a good, like, we're losing our minds, shit doesn't matter, but it, if the Wicked Witch of the West is in the West, I don't want to go west, yeah. you know? Yeah, I love that movie. It's I'm, great. I'm I watch it. Do. Almost every year. Oh, all right. Yeah. That was my first watch. That's fascinating. I do own it on VHS. Oh, do you? And guess what I just bought? What? I just bought a VHS player. Oh, nice. I found one at Goodwill, so we'll see if it works. Cool. Yeah. Probably test it on a movie you don't care about. Yeah, I have a box full of ones. I was I, I already thought that through. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I already thought that through. Yeah. How do, how do we end 90s? this? The Decades of Dread. The Decades of Dread. Man, the I really did like edition. this series. It was fun to kind of do two movies and talk about them and pick a decade. And also really like listening and participating in this episode. It really does help to sometimes break them up into the decades and see yeah. how... You know, how they change. How they've changed, how because of cameras and lighting and, and, and even sound. Like fucking politics. Right. Yeah. It's always about politics. Man. I mean, everything is. So, I just don't like to talk about um, this. <laughs> but something that, like, bothers me as we get further into, like, new age horror. Yeah. Is how clean they look. Yeah. I, I, I watched the trailer for, um, I mean, it's not horror, but I watched the trailer for that new Ant-Man movie. Okay. That's coming out, and I was like, there's nothing. There's nothing happening in this. This is just two people on a green screen. Oh, yeah. This entire thing. Right. This is nothing. Yeah. There are no people interacting with other people anymore. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, I, I do. And I also like the graininess, you know? Like, like wh- say what you want about Halloween ends. At least it's real people and practical effects. Right. And also, the it's, it's shot way more beautifully than the other two. And it yeah. kind of has a, a darker tint to it's it. It's got a grain to it. It, it does. It's great. Which I like about it. And yeah. then also, like, there wasn't all the stupid dialogue of, I got you a peanut butter sandwich from the Thai restaurant or something. <laughs> I love that shit. Oh, no. That other cop is the makeup effects artist. Oh, nice. Chris Nelson. Some things that I've watched on my 31 Days of Horror that are yeah. not great. Yeah. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> I haven't seen the first Big one. Big thumbs down. That's all right. Oh, I did finally watch Slither. That one was good. Oh, Slither's great. Slither's it's great. It's kind of Night of the Creeps. It is. Yeah. 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 And um, our boys in it from Firefly. I don't care about Firefly. <gasps> also, X and Pearl I put on this list. Those movies made me feel so uncomfortable. I've never felt- Did you watch them with your mom? No. I won't. <laughs> she won't. Oh, my mom would freak out. She would uh, not handle them. Yeah. Um, some- I think X was- Really good, and Pearl was like fine. Um, I like both. I really, I did. I like both. I rewatched Lamb. I didn't see Lamb. I, 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 I that's kind of more of like a thriller, but I, I put it in. It's an A twenty four. They're all horror. Damn. Yeah, I'm tired of them. Oh, I'm gonna, go, <laughs> I'm gonna go through and make a list. Werewolves Within. That was a pretty kind of campy, funny one. Oh it was yeah, like murder mystery. I got that on a list somewhere. Yeah, um, I, I suggest that for our listeners out there. My best friend's Exorcism. That was pretty fun. fun. Those that's are kind of the lighter ones. That's a uh, based on a Grady Hendrix, uh, like young adult book. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really good. Um, he's been on the King cast a few times. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Villains. I always like to promote that one with our, our boy oh, yeah. it in it. Yeah, because it's just it's just obscure. But um, I hated it. <laughs> but you got to I'm going to tell the listeners this. You got to turn it off at the end when they get in the truck. <laughs> yeah, it's no, one of those movies. It's, yeah, just just that, yeah. It should have ended there. And that, That's how I feel about Baby Driver. Like, it should have ended, like, five minutes earlier. Yeah, and also I realized, too, that a lot of times when I just think a movie's over, I'll get up and be done with it. So, oh, like, okay. re-watching this movie, the person I was watching with was like, that's not very scary a way to end. And I was like, I didn't know that that's how it ended. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, I just, yeah. I get up, like, when I think things are done, I just, I'm, you're my d- AD, you're done. I'm done, I'm moving on, yeah. I'm probably going to the fridge. Right. To look around, yeah, but so not I get anything. No, usually. I just have to look at it. Yeah, I need to know what's in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
I'm, um, che- I'm checking for ghosts because they like cold places. Oh, that's a good point. They make things cold, so yeah. naturally they would be where the cold things are. Um, Your logic makes sense here. It does. Also, the only thing I have to promote right now mm. coming up is my birthday. It'll be on <laughs> Just for all of our listeners out there. That's why we had know. to record this episode so close to the release date. It's just, which is tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my birthday is coming up this weekend. We have Halloween coming up this weekend. You got a fun uh, trip planned. Could have been a better trip. It's going to be a great trip. I broke my toe. Mm-hmm. What other shows? You, you got one more show coming up? Uh, yeah, I got a... I think it's still called like Destination Sci-Fi. Okay. Um, November 12th and 13th. It's only cool. a two-day show. Indianapolis, I think. Where'd they move it to? Oh, it's on the it's in the fairgrounds now. Nice. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'm not making anything for it. I'm just taking what I have. Yeah. Because sci-fi shows aren't really in my bag anymore. <laughs> I mean, it'll be great if people show up and and you know do the whole thing. But I'll show up. I don't have the 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 energy really to make stuff. Like I'm I'm in pain and sleeping a lot of the time still. So, but I've got a lot of stuff still. So, Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's done. Thanks again to Carly for being on the episode this week. You can find her on Instagram at MissGitsy. G-I-T-S-I. If you like the show, please spread it to any fans of the genre. You can follow along at Electric Monster Pod. You can follow myself at AeroSoulPro, A-E-R-O-S-O-U-L-P-R-O, for any updates on upcoming shows or just to see what I've been watching. Next month's theme, we're doing all Sam Raimi after Epion's Mystery Monsters Mayhem next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a happy Halloween. Fuck! Uh, everyone the phone, Dick! Did you really call the police? You make your sorry ass like... My mom and dad everything!